When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, mother lovers, for another episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother, in this case, How I Met Your Father podcast out there on the internet. I am your host, Josh, and I'm here with my best bud, John, just as usual. How you doing, man? I am holding up excellent. How about you? Doing good. Doing real good. Uh, Watched uh, the episode for a third time uh, right before the show here, and uh, I gotta say, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. You know, really I have to agree it. with you. I, I haven't really been disappointed with the show yet. I'm hoping it, it stays true. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, uh, yeah, let's start to uh, get into this. We're talking let's about... do it. Do it. We're talking about How I Met Your Father, Season 1, Episode 3, The Fixer. Uh, aired on January 25th <laughs> of 2020. Directed by Kimberly... That's That's what I meant you know what? These last two years have just been <laughs> 2022. That is correct. Uh, directed by Kimberly uh, McCullough, uh, who had directed several episodes of High School Musical, the musical, the series, apparently. Uh, and she also played the character. I don't know how, how many soap operas you watched in the day, but she par- uh, apparently played a character called Robin Scorpio on several soap operas, including General Hospital, All My Children, and Port Charles. Oh, that wasn't the soap operas I watched. Yeah, so I, I was, was more of a Channel Four, like the Guiding Lights, Bold and the Beautifuls. Gotcha. Uh, as the world turns. Gotcha, gotcha. I was I was that side of the soaps. Hey, that's with my fair. grandmother and my mom. That's fair. That's fair. My grandma definitely like, watched General Hospital, so I remember watching some of that. I don't remember characters though. Yeah, you, you know what the funny thing is? Is it's like. The weird thing about soap operas, not taking away from How I Met Your Father, oh, yeah, but like yeah. the weird thing about soaps is no matter which one you watched, like which set you watched, there is one name from the Channel 4, well, it, was, it used to be Channel 3 um, soap operas, though, that everybody knows the name of. And it doesn't matter if they watch the soaps or not. You ready for this? I know you know this name. Victor Newman. Oh, I do know that name. Exactly yeah. my point. He is huh. one of the most distinguished characters to have never been like killed off, but always played by the same guy. And I'm sure he died somewhere along the, the way, but like, Probably. but yeah, ever since I was a little kid, always the same guy. And it's like, fucking go him. Yeah. That's Victor pretty good. Newman. Yeah, soaps are, they're a, they're a weird beast, you know, they're a, a weird beast. They're their own entity of television. That is so weird yeah. because a person can have a twin that they didn't know about. Or, you know, they get amnesia and they die, but they didn't die. They've just been hiding. Where have they been? It's funny, oh, my any, God. Any other show, those types of storylines, people are like, this is garbage. Take it off the air. Right? But people expect it in a soap opera. They want They crave it. Well, and it's so crave. weird because it's like, like, okay, Hypothetically, we're in a soap opera. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be weird for me to be like, "Oh my god, I slept with your sister and she's pregnant." And you'd be like, "Oh my god, I was sleeping with her too." But really, it wasn't oh, me. Mess. It was my twin brother who isn't actually my brother. He's my father. And I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> and that would all be very messed up, but on brand. 
Very on brand. <laughs> Speaking uh, okay. not on brand. <laughs> so uh, uh, we just I just talked about the director that got us into that. Uh, the episode is written uh, by Dan Levy. I don't know if you recognize the name or not. I do, but I don't know why. He played David Rose on Schitt's Creek, and he is Eugene Levy's son. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, I saw that. I was like, oh shit, he wrote this episode. That's kind of <laughs> oh, cool. Shit's Creek. Yeah, oh shit's Creek, man. Oh shit's Creek. It's a good show. I highly recommend it. Uh, but that's yeah, not what we're talking, talking about. about that this is not a Shit's Creek podcast. This is not up to Shit's Creek without a paddle. That's not what this <laughs> is. Is there a podcast called that? I have no idea. Uh, if there's not, hey, somebody's got some free names. If there's there not, you, you need to start another podcast. Just buy yourself on that one. Just talking about Shit's Creek? I, I mean, oh, that, Shit's Creek without a paddle. That could be fun. That could be fun. I mean, you've already got the name. You might as well just fucking go for it at this point. That's true. Uh, so uh, we got a summary here. It's real It's it's real kind of basic. Uh, it tells you the, the three different storylines. That's going on in this, though one of them is kind of inaccurate. Uh, so we got it says Sophie helps Jesse take photos for his Tinder profile and feels sparks with someone unexpected. Valentina helps Sid maintain his long distance relationship. Okay. And Ellen helps Charlie find an apartment. Oh yeah, that's now, totally that's not what happens in the episode. No. But that's what IMDb had for the uh, the uh, summary, and I'm just like, mm, guys, you're a little oh. off. No, maybe they're trying to not spoil things, sure, but still. Well, which part of the storyline you want to talk about first? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say let's talk about let's talk about the Sid and and Valentina side of things. Okay, that's a fun place to start. It is. It is. So I feel really bad for Sid in this episode. Like, you get the full-hearted, like, he is trying to stay committed in this long-term relationship. But you can tell that, like, he's unhappy. Uh, You can tell that he really, like, he was talking about the um, the delivery, the food delivery. Yeah, the HelloFresh. Yeah, yeah, the HelloFresh delivery. Thank you. And I'm like, oh, he really doesn't like it. Like, maybe if they spice up the food a little bit or, like, did something other than fish, maybe he'd be a little bit more happy. Yeah. But like you can clearly tell he's not into the Hello Fresh like thing. Yeah. He opens up the box to find this giant ass fucking salt and pepper shaker looking fucking sex toy. Dude, this thing looks it's fucking huge, man. I have it never looks seen like a somebody, sex toy. It looks like somebody pulled a part of a car out and I hear you know what I mean? Well, it's like, here's part of the engine. I don't, I don't even fucking know. I thought the same thing. I was like, man, I'm like, that's way bigger than any sex toy I've ever seen. And see, and when I, I seen... first when I first saw it, I was like, okay, the, like a, a hose or something must attach to it, and then that goes. But no, it's literally this giant fucking thing that he has to put on his. Oh on yeah. His dick. And I'm just like, that is that is not like conducive for any sort of play. No. And I thought that same thing. I was like, nowhere is that going to be enjoyable. First yeah. off, that thing has to weigh at least five to ten pounds. Yeah, it's got it. Valentina specifically says it has three motors. Yeah. So that thing's got to be hefty. It's I'm just be. like, damn. <laughs> and, like, I get it. Like, the girl's trying to spice things up a little bit, keep things fresh. But, like, damn, you're going to break a dude's dick that way. That's true. Uh, so something I thought was interesting about their, uh, between Sid and Valentina, the, their kind of interaction that they're having throughout this storyline, it felt very much like something you would see between Barney and Marshall. You know what kind I mean? Of. That yeah. was the parallel that I drew because I could a hundred percent see Barney be like, oh yeah, man, I'll show you, you know, I'll tell you all about this thing. And Marshall being the one like really unsure about how, like, that if he even I wants to that. go and do this kind of a thing, I don't know. It's just, it just screamed that. I don't know if they're trying to kind of play on those character traits from the old show to to keep us in that mindset or not. But that's maybe it's just because I'm so entrenched in the of the old show. Yeah, I mean, it could be a combination of both. Yeah, I, I mean, read it, that way. it was a weird situation anyway. Like I felt really. I don't. I can't say awkward because I wasn't awkward about it, but I was kind of like indifferent. Like I'm like, 
if he's really unsure about this, I would have voiced my opinion and not stuck my dick in some weird machine. <laughs> but he's trying, and that's the thing. I know, and he's that's what trying. makes it so special. Yeah. And then, can we just talk about how awesome Valentina was to hook him up at the end of the episode to get Dude. him out to see his girl? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean... He's he cool, man. Went, it's yeah. like it's It's funny, because like if neither of them were in a relationship, I could see them hooking up. I can, you know, like they have a good chemistry together. I, I will say this. I have a feeling by the end, because I know the first season is only going to be 10 episodes. Yeah. I can guarantee you, if not by the end of season one, somewhere in the beginning of season two, him and his girlfriend are going to be split up and they will be dating. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see uh, if they choose to go that route or not. Um, I wanted to mention some stuff in this thing. The sex toy rolling around on the floor scene. Yeah, that was dude. It was hilarious, dude. It was. I was it was like a bumble ball. It was. It was. <laughs> it was hilarious to me. You like, just I'm just like, catch it. I I really wish because they show like them run after it. Yeah, and I don't know if you caught this or not, but when she steps forward, she kicks the rug up a little bit because like he has an area rug by the foot of his bed. Oh, okay. I really wish one of them would have slipped and fell. And it would have made that scene so much better. I feel like it would have had to have been Sid. Yeah. It's like yeah. Valentina's like too cool for that. You know what I mean? Like I think Sid would have had to have been the one that tripped and fell and just like face planted as he Dude, tried to been, I didn't no, I don't they didn't even have to face plant. He could have just like kicked out sideways and like yeah. landed on like his like elbow arm here he just goes like careening out the bedroom door yes that would have been even funnier like <laughs> he like slips the like the fucking uh carpet kicks backwards and he goes out the door yeah and, that, and that's how they end the that. scene right there he's just out the door that would be pretty damn funny i would have actually i'm like it was it was funny though and like like i said i give him a lot of credit for even trying because and then i love how like he's in his bedroom and he's like oh man i get shitty wi-fi in here <laughs> oh my he's god like, Hold on. And then he, like, opens the door and he does the, hello? I thought for sure somebody was going to come in during that scene. I I thought the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, either Valentina's going to, like, pop her head in to check in on him and there he's going to yeah. be on the couch or, yeah. you know, Je- well, Jesse wouldn't have come home because Jesse was out doing Yeah, everybody thing. else was doing something else. So yeah. it really would only make sense if it was Valentina. And I could, like, it would have been believable because, like, yeah, if she's, like, uh, checking in or whatever. Um, but I I give that actor credit, man. So, other like, thing that I noticed by the way, and I don't know how I didn't catch this in the pilot episode, but I went back to double check to make sure. Okay. Did you notice they put a door on the kitchen? Yeah. Like that yeah. door was never there before. Yeah. And now all of a sudden there's a door to the kitchen. Yeah. I the, the entire apartment has like a big facelift on it. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean like in but a yeah. nice way, they've yeah. bettered the apartment. Mm-hmm. I would have never expected a door on that kitchen, though. Yeah, I know it is. It is odd to see it. It is uh, every time. Every time I see it, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah." For, I, I almost forget every time. I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's a door on the kitchen now." I'm like, okay. That's well, yeah, because like, I, I want to be able to. Part of me is like, I want to see the fridge. Yeah, and I don't that's know why I'm like, I was like, something's different, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, there's a doorway or there's a door there." And I can't see the fridge now. Yeah, I was like, it's freaking me out, but not in a bad way. Because, like, yeah. you know, like a lot of stuff got a facelift in that apartment, so good for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's a. It, it was a great what they did with this apartment is they did a great way of bringing what we knew and loved, but giving it its own spin so that we're not just staring at that same apartment yes you know it, yes it, you almost there are times where it's like you forget that they're in that that same apartment until like the camera pans up and oh there's the swords which there's i fucking love every time i see them I'm like Dude, yes well, and it's so weird because there's already so many haters and i'm like we'd only had two episodes up until a couple days ago i'm like what the fuck are you people hating on yeah that's the, that's the thing that bothered me so much it's like people are like Oh, this isn't how I might. This doesn't feel like you had nine seasons to flesh out how I met your mother. Yeah, it was two episodes when they were railing on this thing. Yeah, when the first two episodes of How I Met Your Mother aired, 
they were not. It was not this massive. Oh my god, it's amazing! No, how the only reason that we love them so much now is because we've watched them so many fucking. Times. Oh yeah, that's the yeah, reason. and it's just it sucks. Like I I know how I met your mother is trying and like like there's a lot of the similarities you see it like mm-hmm. it happens yeah but it has and I'm totally- sure that will start to fade a bit. To where they're not leaning as much into the similarities. Well, in this um, episode, they they pulled back on the similarities. Yeah. There wasn't like the shot from shot. We took this and put it oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was its own feeling, its own storyline. They use language that How I Met Your Mother wouldn't have even thought about using years ago. That's because they were on network television. Yeah, that uh, is true. I remember. I remember we were we were doing one of the episodes, and I had and I watched the commentary, the the DVD commentary for it. And and uh, Carter and Craig talked about how they had wished they could have done something more, kind of like more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? More risque, I guess. Okay. Uh, but they were limited because they were on network yeah. television. Dude, network fucking. But now everything. they, you know, they can do whatever you know on this show. Really, for I mean, you, there are certain things you probably. They're not going to do like I doubt they're ever going to show like nudity or no, I don't like, even know if they're going to drop. It. I mean, they got real fucking close with Sid. Like that's as close as you're probably getting. And like, oh yeah, I was shocked. I was like, wow, he went for it, man. That was because like, even the stuff in How I Met Your Mother where they show like whether people are naked, like they don't show it that much. No, they're always decently covered. You see, like you'd never see the portion between like the belly button and mid thigh. You know what I mean? It's always like from that part up or like the legs down kind of a thing. And that's it. Yeah. So like the fact that they even showed that I was like, wow. And props to the, to the actor for doing that scene. I mean, Hey, got to deal with the the money pays. That's true. Uh, And then uh, Sid flies out to LA. We talked about how Valentina hooked him up. I thought that was a a great gesture uh, for him to do that. I don't know how long he's gonna stay out there, but I mean he wouldn't has a bar. He has a bar to his, run. I was gonna say, wouldn't it suck if that was his way of coming off the show? That would. That would like really we got suck. him for like two and a half episodes, and then he's gone. Yeah, that would really suck because I really like his character. So but now I, let's I, talk about uh, let's talk about Charlie and uh, and Ellen. Ellen, I, I promise I'll get better with names. Oh no, it's it's totally cool. These two, they're very different people. Oh, 100%. Very. And so it's hard for them to connect. It's kind of like, if if I'm going to parallel it to to How I Met Your Mother, it was kind of like Marshall and Robin. You remember when they were like, we never do anything together. I mean, you yeah. know, it, it's kind of, a, it's a, it was kind of a weird relationship until yeah. it wasn't. And I felt that a little bit here, um, that they, they were so different. But in the end, it it works. I think I think it'll be a really fun dynamic seeing the two of them live together. And you well, know, it's uh, funny too because like like you said, they're like a hundred and eighty percent different. Like yeah. like it's it's Barney uh, it's Barney and uh, Lily all over again. Yeah, them too. Like yeah. you know, like Barney and Lily don't ever really have much screen time together, and sometimes when they do, like Barney overpowers Lily because like yeah. it's just the way he is. Yeah, but it was so funny because like in a way charlie was looking out for her at one point and she's like oh no no and then at the very end of the episode she's like oh you know that dude ended up like stealing some of my shit and then got a credit card and then like (laughs) yeah he was a pervert and i'm like stole stole her identity and (laughs) got some weird ass shit in all fairness i mean like yes charlie is a very like he's naive he is but he's you, it's funny because you almost expect him to be not likable because, like, he's like this pampered rich boy, and so like that's kind of the that's kind of like the stereotype is like they're yeah. douchebags, but he's not. He's a no. very likable character. But I think that's his saving grace at the same time is that even though yes, he is born into that life, yeah. he's so trying. Not to be that guy, but yeah. I think that's the problem is that he's trying too hard. Yeah, and like and, he he doesn't do stuff like to be mean, like like when he calls them pores. 
First off, and they, I have, love to, and they have to be like, we've talked about you not using the word poor as a noun. Yeah. And I, I thought that was great where he's like, you poors. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, and that was, that was, was like, that's fucking funny. classic right there, man. Like that, yeah. that right there becomes like an instant. And like, it's like, he wasn't saying it to be mean. It's just kind of how, like what he knew, I yeah. guess. You know what I mean? If you think about it, it's like, it's like. That's what he's used to saying. That's how he was raised. It's one of those well, types of situations. I also but he's learning how different they are from one another, but they're very similar. Like when they're sitting at the bar at the very end of the episode, and she's like, we must be the most bravest people in New York oh City. Oh, my God. Because that's in the trailer. Yes. And I'm like, because oh, I couldn't remember who it was between Yeah, from the trailer. And I'm like, I wonder when that's going to come up. And then it happened. I was like, Oh, that makes so much sense now, dude. It was it was perfect. But it's so great because I love the like New York City firefighters are like what, like <laughs> like that bitch did not just say that. Yeah, they were so oblivious to, to all that. It was really funny. Um, there were a couple of Charlie scenes that I really thought were, were funny. One was uh, when he walks out of the pawn shop. Yeah, the dude the just ganks his money. Yeah, and, and, and it got me thinking. Because he, it's supposed to be a year's worth of rent, right? Yeah. In New York City, you're talking for a. Again, that was a nice apartment. It you're was. talking at least probably two thousand a month. Easy. So you're talking over twenty grand that he just had in his hand. Yeah. That that dude who who robbed him got he he lucked out. Dude, he really lucked out. <laughs> but that means that golden spoon he had around his freaking neck was worth like over twenty grand. He just. And he just lost all that money. It's like, yep. That I would, I would die. <laughs> I mean, if I, if yeah. twenty grand, just if I had twenty grand, and then all of a sudden I didn't. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Well, uh, <laughs> and then, and then there was yeah, we got pull a Barney, and then there was uh, the scene on the subway. Yes. The, <laughs> would you open like your treat? mouth for a treat? <laughs> stuck his fingers in. But I love Charlie's reaction. That wasn't a tree. That wasn't a tree. It's funny because like the two ladies sitting next to him are like grossed out by what happened also. But I'm just like, one, you're on the subway. Two, you don't know this guy. Like, I know you're naive, man, but come on. Well, I love that it must happen so often because like Sophie at the very end of the episode is in the thing and she's like, Hi, Frank. Yeah. I love like, that she knows his fucking name. <laughs> I mean, oh. and that, and then that's the other side of it, too. Like, okay, so I'm, I want to kind of, like, brush into the next part of the storyline here. Yeah. I really love that Sophie is just so naive. And, like, <laughs> the thing she says comes off so innocent and yet, like, sometimes martial-ish. Where yeah. she's, like, taking the pictures of Sid... Or Jesse. She's taking Jesse, the pictures Jesse. of Jesse. Yeah. And um Drew's like, what are you doing? And she's like, Well, we're trying to get this guy a date, but this kid was like his last hope. Yeah. And it's like, What? Uh-huh. Do you do you not hear yourself speak? Yeah. <laughs> that whole scene, I was like, oh. Wow. I really loved when he's like, <laughs> it was really nice meeting you, and I really have to go to work. But I'm really gonna have to ask you to leave the property now. Yeah, and I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, we finally got Josh Peck. You know, he was in the trailers a little he bit. He was, Which and made the, me we think got those be a bigger part in the show. Yeah, we got those first two episodes, and he was nowhere to be found. And nope. I was like, huh, I wonder where he's gonna come in. And boom, here he is. And they threw us a curveball because now we have a. Fifth contender for the father. I mean, we do, but she met him that night. Oh, you're right. That's the whole point. It's the night of the engagement. I didn't even think about that. So now, now he is in the running. There, he is possibly the father. I had not thought about that. And speaking of, uh, you know, who could be the father? um, You know, so she's doing all this stuff with Jesse. At the beginning of the episode, future Sophie, who, by the way, I'm loving Kim Cattrall as future Sophie. I really, I'm digging it. Um, she makes a, she makes a, she like says something to her son. She says, this is the story 
of how I tried to help someone else fix all their dating problems through the magic of photography. And it got me thinking. I went back and I like, I, I rewound just that part to make sure I heard it right. And I was like, if, if Jesse is the father, why would she have said it that way? If she's just telling a story to her kid, why I would mean, she have said someone else? I don't know. It just, it fell off. So I, it made me just in my mind, I was like, are they trying to, are they hinting to us that Jesse is not the father? I feel he, like, I don't like, know. I went on this whole rabbit hole in my brain about it. Cause there's plenty of times where like, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I have nothing on that one. I just, I, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I understand. Like they don't want to give stuff away, but it just seemed like a, an odd dialogue choice they didn't you know they didn't have to say it that way they They, didn't but at the same time if she was to just be like oh this is the time i helped your father with some photography well yeah no they didn't have to do that it could just be like this is the story of how uh the magic of photography you know this is the story about the magic of photography she also could have just used his name this is the story of how i helped jesse with his dating profile that's true, but again, even that she wouldn't say she wouldn't say that if it was the father. True, like in real life, true. you know what I mean. You wouldn't talk that way. That's why it makes me wonder. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. see. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. It's just so early in the show. It is. It is. And so, like, I'm I'm probably just over analyzing everything. <laughs> I think uh, you just want to figure it out before the world. Of course, you know. Every, of course, I'm you just do. enjoying it for the ride. It's a, it's a, I mean, I am, I'm having a fun ride trying to figure it out. Uh, it's just looking for those clues because if it's anything like how I met your mother, there's going to be clues throughout. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Um, so funny. Cause it's really funny that you bring up how I met your mother. Cause so I saw this thing the other day that was talking about, it was, again, it was the, the lead and our podcast had already been out at this point. Uh, so I saw another video on YouTube that is a, how I met your father talk along. Okay, and they were talking about the first two episodes and how like none of the main cast from How I Met Your Mother has shown up, and I'm like, first off, too soon. If you if you put a How I Met Your Mother cast member on the show already, you're certain dooming How I Met Your Father because yeah. then all you're saying is the show can only rely on nostalgia pops and appearances. Yeah, and they're talking about how like their predictions of people popping in, and like they're talking about like Barney. Tracy and Ted, and I'm like, look, those are all really good because you know it's only 2022. Oh, I would love to see those, but so would I. But I'm still sitting with like Wendy the waitress, yeah. Ron G, uh, Carl the bartender. Yeah. Those are the people who would make more sense to have pop in because they're the characters that were able to like shift parallel with stories and not always have to be in like the main focus. Yeah. Ranjit would be perfect because they could get stranded somewhere and call for a taxi or something. And Ranjit, I mean, at that point, he's they driving could, a Uber. They could literally call for an Uber and maybe he's driving Uber now. Oh, man. But that would be a demotion from his limo service. Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe something happened. Maybe his limo service True. failed. You maybe. Know? And so now he's doing Uber, you know? Who well, knows? I mean, at, at that point, he was only driving limo. So, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe he's doing it for extra money. Yeah, maybe. You know? Or um, maybe they go for a big party or something and rent a limo, and he's, you know. I know. I saw an article that uh, it was an interview with Charlene Amoyo, who plays Winnie the Waitress, and she's, she said she would love to reprise her role um, as, as on the show. But there is somebody else who also expressed interest in reprising their How I Met Your Mother role, and I thought it was really interesting and it would be really funny, and that was Britney Spears. Oh my God, Abby! Yeah, that would be phenomenal, right? I was like, I didn't know I wanted that until right now. <laughs> I mean, but that's one of those ones that like you wouldn't think about. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, she could be a, a fucking like nothing at that point. She yeah. could just be in the episode. You could be like, Oh my God, it's Abby. Yeah, and then I saw this theory online, which is easily debunked. But people, there was a lot of people being like, oh, I bet you anything Sophie is Barney's daughter. And I'm like, what? No. Couldn't be. Be Yeah, because she is almost 30, I believe. Mm -hmm. I think she's 29 in this. Which means she was born in like 1993. Yeah. Okay. Which would have made Barney 
I think I did when I did the math, he would have been 17. But he didn't lose his virginity until he was 23. Yep. I was so going like, to say, I mean. Yeah. So I'm like, do like do your research a little bit, people, before you're say, like, here's a great theory. And it's really not. No, right? I mean, like, common sense. Yeah. Just, like, it's easy to be like, okay, you know, when did Barney lose his virginity? Like, how old was he? And how old is she? It's real easy to do the math on this stuff, people. Uh, now here's here's one that I had I had had a discussion about at work last night. I thought it'd be kind of funny. So we know that How I Met Your Father is taking place in 2022. Yeah, the future we haven't actually been given an actual like timestamp. Like this is the date in the future. You're talking about we talk about like where Kim Cattrall is. Yeah, at 2050. They say oh, it says it. Okay, so yeah, 30 yeah. years in the future, essentially. Yeah, like 28, but yeah. 28. So my theory would hold up <clears throat> still, though. What if the son of Kim Cattrall is dating Ted's daughter? That would be interesting. Because, I mean. Or Barney's it, daughter. Or Barney's daughter. I mean, either way, I mean, it would work. But yeah, I was like, man, I was like. That or hell, Marshall's fun. daughter. They all have daughters. <laughs> Ooh, Marshall's daughter. <laughs> Your booty. Your booty is so slamming. Slamming. Uh, I want to get up on it. Yes. Uh, so back back to the Sophie Jesse stuff. We didn't uh, really finish. No, we really didn't cover on that, that yet. stuff. Um, as this was starting, I thought, I was like, this feels very Ted and Robin to me. You know, uh, okay, the kind of like helping each other out the way because they 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 did that a lot, and then it kind of like Jesse's character kind of started to morph for me throughout it, um, especially with the picture pose stuff. Yeah, and it felt like a like a Barney Marshall thing going on because like Barney's got that specific pose, but Marshall always takes terrible photos. Uh, yeah, you know? so I kind of got that vibe from it. Uh, again, I'm just I, I keep looking for similarities because I like it. It makes me happy. See, one of the um, things that made me laugh about that whole situation is is that he's trying so hard, dude, he and I mean like over trying in a couple of them. And he thinks and I, what he's doing is good stuff. Well, and I love how like he's relying on his mom's word. Yeah, like he's like, oh, I brought hummus <laughs> because you know having hummus pre-packed in your backpack shows this. And that. like, yeah. first off. Hummus needs to be refrigerated. I'm like, so maybe he's got a cold pack in there. You don't know. I mean, maybe he might. You're 100 percent correct, and don't. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I just. Uh. Yeah, I'm just like really, guy. And then the, I love the like. Well, at least get my teeth. I didn't do two rounds of Invisalign for nothing. And then he's like, Yeah, being he's real like, awkward with the teeth. I'm just like, God damn, dude. Oh, he's so funny and awkward, and I love because like that's that's one of the things that made like Marshall so endearing <laughs> yes. is his awkward funniness, and we get a lot of that with Jesse, and I, and so, I really like that. Now, okay, so hypothetically speaking, you're setting up a dating profile for yourself. Show the viewers at home what a dating profile picture for Josh might look like. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean. I've learned all my picture taking uh, cues from you, so it'd probably be a. That's a great fucking picture, though. The little with a little bit of duck lip. Mine would probably be something like a. Yeah, got got just a slight angle in there, just a slight, just not a too slight much, angle. not too much. Give, give it one of these. A little down nod. <laughs> yeah, the finger in the mouth. <laughs> as long as it's not the Frank finger, right? <laughs> As long as it's not, the oh. <laughs> uh, and then okay, so we I want to talk because like the whole picture thing happens and we meet Josh Peck and everything, but it, like it kind of doesn't really go anywhere. Like the she doesn't wind up actually, as far as we know, doing anything with that. I know she yeah, sends him the picture later on for like when he's ready, but right now there's no Tinder profile. But so instead, she takes him to uh, the bar or a bar. I, I, I almost it's expected not, it to be a McLaren's. Yeah, say it's not 
It's not Pemberton's. No, it's not. It wasn't Pemberton's. They went yeah. to some random bar, which yeah. is why I almost expected it to be a McLaren's. Bar. It would have been perfect. If it, it would have been, been downstairs from his house. Why wouldn't they go there? Exactly. It would have been perfect to just pop into McLaren's for this scene. I think I it's, think it awesome. I think we're expecting too much from that kind of shit. I know. I know. And I'm hoping, cause like I, I wouldn't expect it so much if they didn't live in that apartment. But the bar is li- like literally downstairs from them. True. They walk out of their building and it's right to the right of them. Like it's there. Yeah. Like. Justin, so I, man, I get it. I need it at least one time. That's all. We'll get it. We'll get just, it. Yeah. But I just, I just think it. it's too early still. I agree. It just it would have made a lot of sense for it to be this instance. Yeah. You know, we're going to go to the bar. We're going to try this out. And then I, when they were sitting at the bar and he was like, well, what do I say to that girl? I almost expected her to be like, have you met Jesse? I literally wrote that in my notes. <laughs> but I, I mean, again, we're looking for too much of the stretch yeah. out for the. And I, I think that, I think they knew that. Yeah. I think they, they wanted the audience to be like, oh, are they going to do the, how I, how I yeah. met? And they didn't. They kind of did their own thing. You're going to yeah. like me. <laughs> You're going to like me. Dude, you got to try that sometime. Well, You're going to like You know me. what really made me think of that? Uh, when, when I heard that line, and it's just me being a nostalgia movie fan, I heard that line, and the first thing that came to mind, Jack Nicholson and Batman. Oh, okay. there's the scene where he first takes off the bandages and he looks in the mirror and you don't get a look at him yet, but he's looking in the mirror and he goes, wait till they get a load of me. Yeah. And when he said, when she's like, you're going to like me, I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And but it's, it's funny because the way he did it to me, again, maybe I'm just like trying to compare too much, but it screamed Marshall. Yes. The way he, he went in, but then then just kind of like gave up on himself Listen, almost. You know what I mean? You're saying it all wrong. Say it. Say it. My penis. No, you're saying it wrong. My penis. You're <laughs> saying it wrong. You're like, saying it wrong. Because that, that's what came to mind. It was like that whole episode where Ted was trying to use some of Barney's pickup lines. So, yeah. I mean, I get where you're going with that. And the other thing that came to mind To me, was, it felt like it, it reminded me of the episode when... Barney took Marshall. We just recently watched it. Yeah, yeah. Barney the magic took Marshall one. out to the bar, and yeah. he's like, he goes to like try to hit on that girl, and then he just like backs off of it. He he kind of mm. like collapses on himself almost. Uh, I I will call bullshit on the chick though. Uh, the uh, chick he hits on. Yeah. So to call your friends or text your friends and be like, "Oh my God, it's proposal <laughs> guy." LOL. JK winky face, but no, seriously, I'm still gonna fuck him. First off, bitch, fuck you. You don't deserve Jesse. Jesse yep. is far better a man. And two, he's hung up on Sophie. It ain't happening. Yeah, I mean, I think he would have. I, I do believe he absolutely would oh, have. Oh, he absolutely would have. I mean, in all. Okay, your present situation excluded. You tell me you're a single man, you go into a bar, and a chick like that starts hitting on you, and you ain't going to fuck her? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, exactly. You gotta. She would have <laughs> said, if I walked up to a girl in a cheesy-ass pickup line, like, you're going to like me works, my pants are already off. Fair. <laughs> but, like... Then she gets all like, because like Sophie confronts her about it, and it's like, yeah, what you're doing is shitty, lady. Like, yeah, you're being you're being real shitty. I don't I mean, care. It was if a you're... really good friend of Sophie, but yeah, yeah. she totally cockblocked him. Well, yeah, but it's like I don't care if you're still planning to sleep with this guy. You're being a shitty person. Oh, absolutely. And so, like, when she says all this stuff, and then the girl's like, you know, I was still gonna sleep with him. And he's like, is that still on the table? She's like, no, because your friend ruined it. And it's like, then were you really that like interested right? with him in the first place? Like, right? If if you thought it was that big of a deal that oh, it, proposal fail guy is hitting on me, then wouldn't it still be worth going somewhere with it? Like, 
it's and still I thought proposal that same thing. Guy. I'm like, he's still proposal guy. Yeah. Like it doesn't change just because her friend his friend is like, you're a shitty person for texting your friends and being like, eh. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, fuck, fuck you, lady. <laughs> I mean, she uh she definitely did not deserve uh Jesse. And yeah, you know, Sophie may have may have cock blocked him. But she was also being a good friend, you know? Yes. And I think that I think that means a bit more to him. You noticed uh, one other thing I noticed about How I Met Your Father being slightly different, and I like it. Hmm. All three of the storylines had their own parts. And yeah, the they the didn't, episode, like, merge. Yes. They did not merge at the end to converge and convenience. they started together and then branched off. That is They were true. all sitting in the living room of the apartment and they we we get introduced to all of the different stories that is true yeah but i like the fact that like how i met your mother would like it would have started all together branched out and then come back together at the end yeah they would have been at the booth or they would have been doing something together at the apartment yeah this one here is like you know what we're good with ending it with like here here and here yeah yeah, yeah i'm like absolutely. fuck man i, I can respect I like that, that. Yeah, I like that a lot. You know, we're, we're kind of we're getting more character development in you know with these people that we just met, but we're yeah. learning a lot about them. And like, for instance, uh, with Sophie, we're like learning more about her backstory. Yeah, and I feel like we're gonna. I feel like that's gonna be more important as as the show goes on. Probably. Um, and another thing about this show, not just this episode, but the 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 show in general, the three that we have seen. It's got way more like emotion than like say the first three episodes of, of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, like, there are there are these tender moments where like the 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 vibe just kind of comes down and it's like this, these sad moments, which you didn't get in those first. No, seven, you know, probably I don't even know if we got them. We got it like at the end of the first season with the breakup and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, it, I was like, I'm just surprised by how deep they're kind of getting with the emotions. I, th- I think I they like know it. that they have to be slightly different still, yeah. and still give. I mean, it's kind of cool that they can play the fiddle. Like they're like, oh, you want to hear this story about this thing on how I met your father? Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. And you're like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. okay, yeah. I'm following this. Okay, you already yeah. feel for a couple of these characters. This is episode three. That's true. But now, now that we've talked about the whole episode in a well, there a were a couple show. of small things that I wanted to just bring up that didn't really necessarily fit into either of those any okay. of those actual storylines. Um, we learned that Ellen apparently still co-owns a farm with her ex. Which I yeah, thought was interesting. I thought that was kind of weird. Um, and then I wanted to ask your opinion on this. What the fuck is the point of Jasper's character? The the backup bartender. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was there for one scene, said like one line, and was out, and that was it. That's the only time you see him. Because I have a feeling he's there <laughs> for one reason only. Okay, he's going to get fired, and somebody's going to take his spot at the bar. But they okay. need a flaky employee to fire so that somebody can take the position. Okay, because if it was just Sid running the bar, you wouldn't ever think of anything of it when like Sid's like, oh man. I got to, you know, but he has to have a flaky employee so that at some point he can need to be somewhere and the employee can't run the bar for him because he's always flaking out, going somewhere or doing something, his podcast, this, that, yeah. the other. He's going to have to put somebody else in charge, which I'm assuming is either going to be Ellen or Charlie. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like. He's so pointless. Yeah, because well, I thought about that. He today. could be a funny, cool character if there was more. Like, but there's not. No, and so it's and just right I, now it just feels pointless. I had thought about that when I was watching this episode too, because like he's literally he walks to the screen. He's like, "Yeah, that's really cool." All right, I gotta go report uh, recording my podcast. I'll be back in like two hours. Yeah. I was like. It's convenience. It's it's what me and you have always joked about that one line of dialogue can take care of an entire thing. We didn't have to see two hours in that bar to know that Jasper took off. Yeah. He he was there, he's got a podcast to record, he's gone. Yeah. So when it comes time to finally have to be like, oh, Sid needs to be somewhere and Jasper's unreliable. Well, now somebody else can take and he can either hire somebody, which could be Wendy the waitress. Carl, the bartender, 
Yeah. I mean, there could be 110 different people who take over the bar. Well, part, part of me would not want it to be Carl simply because of the theory that he's the one who owns McLaren's. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason. Like, it's never been confirmed yeah. um, that he I, actually owns it, but. You're right. Yeah. Wendy would be cool, though. Or I Doug. Mean, she was just. Or Doug. Dude, Doug would be hilarious if he popped in for an episode. Well, there was like, another guy. The whole pro- the whole thing is like, if Jasper hadn't been in the episode, I wouldn't even have thought about him. Nothing would have changed in the episode. Not a single thing would have changed. Well, like I and said. And I would have not even noticed. I guarantee it, you that. It's a nuance thing. He's literally got to be there just for that speck of moment so that like, you can literally later on when they like, when his character is finally like obsolete and not needed anymore. And I'm gonna I'm gonna cross the boundaries with our, our podcast here for a second. You ready for this? When he's obsolete and you have to delete him, well then you're gonna be like, Well, wait, oh shit, yeah. Now that I think back in all those other episodes, he is only there for a nuance of time, and he isn't any needed in that or he's not needed in that bar. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Now he's probably the one watching the bar when Sid goes to LA. I'm probably I, I would assume. Because who huh. the hell Unless else works we find there? out the bar's been closed the whole time. Yeah, he just closes it to go out to L.A. It's like, okay. <laughs> Which, he, yeah, I could see that. Why not? Um, but, yeah, that was the only thing I was like, that was just unnecessary. He's unnecessary. No, right 100%. But I, I agree. But, yeah, I, I like your idea of he's just like a placeholder. Well, I, I only thought about that watching this episode. Because it wasn't until this one where I was like, man, like like you said, it was it was unnecessary. And then I was like, oh, but I guarantee you it's not unnecessary because Charlie's broke and doesn't have money. He's going to need a job. Ellen's pretty much the same way. She has some money, but not much money. Yeah. So both of them are going to need jobs. Why not have one of them 10 bar? Yeah, I think that would, and I, I'll be honest, I think Charlie would be the funnier pick. 100%. Yeah, I think it would Especially, be way more fun. Especially with his appreciation for the bar itself. Yeah. You know, in that that shared moment him and Sid had in the very mm-hmm. first episode. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. That could be real fun. Make for some some funny moments in the bar. Yes. I think so. Uh, yes. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. So here's hoping that we get some funny stuff like that. But uh, yeah, do you have any other final thoughts well, on the episode? Not final thoughts on the episode, but I do have one <laughs> uh, question for you. Okay. Now that we're a third episode in. And we've gotten a little bit more character development. Who's your favorite character overall as of right now? My favorite character. I think I'm leaning a bit. Because I'm I'm a little torn, but I think I'm leaning towards Sid. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Sid and then probably Charlie. Charlie's my number one. Yeah. I would probably follow that up with... Uh, because l- last week when we talked, I said Charlie and then Ellen. Because they true. for those two episodes, that's who kind of like stood out to me. But here, and like after watching this episode, Sid has kind of jumped up for me. Um, yeah, and so I guess we'll see as as you know time goes on. I'm, I'm going to ask that sporadically, like every few episodes, just to oh. see like where you're going with it. But like yeah. as of right now, Charlie's probably my number one, and I, I'm not 100 percent sure about my number two, man. I just, I really like his character that he's like this super rich guy who all of a sudden has no money and he's adapting to being poor, but he's trying so hard to be a poor that he doesn't even know what the fuck to do. Yeah. It's it's interesting because like, I don't dislike any of the characters, which is nice. Yeah. You know, I, like I, I like them all in varying degrees. I think they're all being played very well. So uh, I'm excited to to kind of have my opinions shift around as time goes on. Fair enough. This. So I, th- I think it'll be good. I'm really enjoying the show quite a bit. So uh, I'm excited. I'm glad that we have been uh, reviewing it and stuff. So. Yes, definitely. All right. So if that's all you got, John, tell them where they can find you. I mean, jump over on Twitter right here. It's simply saying J1. It's the corresponding to my podcast and my blog. Uh, simply saying with J. Uh, I mean, I'm not a hard person to find. Jump over on Facebook. Find me at J. John Made. I mean, you wanna you wanna shoot me a message? You wanna be my friend? You wanna talk? I mean, definitely hit me up in those two places because that's the easiest places to find me. Josh, what about you? 
You can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R. As well as right down here at Movie Blog Merc. That is the uh, Twitter page for my site, Merc with a Movie Blog. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you are on the Merc with Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, and click that little bell. That's right. You'll get notified whenever we drop episodes, uh, uh, not just of Last Call at McLaren's, which is every Monday and Friday while How I Met Your Father is going on, but also uh, some of the other great shows that I have there. Uh, Not to you, mention his movie trailer reviews and all that other great stuff that right. comes along with that. In which this guy has been on a few of. Uh, absolutely. And, and just for the people who are really interested in hearing it, Josh has recently asked me if I would review a, um, a, a Broadway-style review for a CD. Wow, I really tripped over that one, so I've Forgive me. So it is the Four Phantoms in Concert CD. Uh, so, I mean, stay tuned for that, because I'm definitely going to review Four Phantoms. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, you can catch us right here on Last Call on Twitter, at Last Call, H-I-M-Y-M, uh, anchor.fm slash Last Call, H-I-M-Y-M. And we are available on all the major podcasting platforms. Hell yeah. Uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, be sure to leave us five-star review if you like what you're hearing and we will read it uh out on air Uh, we've done that on the other show before um and if you are listening on anchor leave us a voice message we'll play that on air as well hell yeah leave us a voice message leave us a comment leave us anything that's like positively reviewing us and i mean we'll give you a throw out we'll give you a shout yeah absolutely i mean hell leave us your phone number i'll text you and be like what's up he probably will. So uh, I think that's all I've got for him. John, what do you got? Listen, guys, I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. You don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right. Catch you next time. <laughs>